0: Christmas time, in August version of Wrong and Wronger. I am Steve, the dude with the big pipe, so leave us. And he is James, squeaking like a church mouse, Breakwell. James, what is going on with you tonight?
1: I'm always dying from one ailment or another, so I've got a public speaking engagement tomorrow. So, of course, I'm losing my voice. These things just go together because clearly the universe does not want people to hear my beautiful voice face to face. So, I, I can't help it that I've been smote again.
0: You've been smited. Smited? Well, is a, What's
1: the proper word smo- there? When I, was-
0: I, I don't have any idea. You're the English guy. I am. I'm also Although- the
1: one who's been smited, so I think my, my grammar <laughs> should be given a, a pass.
0: You've been rolled and smoked yeah. by God. We've been
1: doing this for over a year, and never once have you lost your voice. There was an entire month last year where I couldn't speak above a whisper, and here you are <laughs> blabbing nonsense, completely unimpaired. Where is the justice in the world?
0: I don't know. I have only gotten laryngitis once in my life, and it was bad, but you know how bad it can be, and it lasted about a week. It was in 1997. It was when I just moved to Nashville, but now for all the talking that I do, I do play-by-play for hockey, I do public speaking around the country, I do two podcasts with you, and never, not even a ripple in the voice, so I guess I've just gotten some kind of... Muscle buildup there or something that gives me some buffering. I think
1: your voice is so terrible it kills the germs that might affect your voice. That's what it is. It's auditory disinfectant.
0: Virus want nothing to do with steve i I'll tell you that much. Well, Wrong and Wronger is the podcast where Breakwell and I, we argue about topics that have no relevance to anything important in life, and yet people will die defending the mountain of their opinion. And tonight well, this is one that's been dividing your house for years and years. What topic are we going to argue about tonight? This is the
1: divisive one. I'm almost afraid to bring it up, but we have never shied away from the hard <laughs> issues on this podcast. The issue tonight, leftover pizza, hot or cold? Should you pop it in the microwave or should you eat it cold straight out of the fridge? Ooh, yeah.
0: left or, uh, so room temperature we'll call cold, like yes. sitting on the countertop over and okay. Non-heated. So heated or unheated? Yes fantastic! Everybody has an opinion about this. My wife and I are diametrically opposed on what our opinions are. So this is gonna be a good one. We do have to compliment of course, each of other. Of course, And I know James, this is probably what leads to these ailments. You toss and you turn <laughs> at night, just pondering all of the different compliments that you can give to me. How do you pare it down to one? Well, Jam them through that funnel and just come up with the one. I'll have to
1: compliment you this week on your mercy because I ran out of time this week between dying from this illness and all my other engagements and I didn't have time to do a penalty video for losing last week. And Steve, from the goodness of his heart, said I didn't have to do it because we were going to do double or nothing tonight, which is even worse, it turns out, because if I lose this time, instead of me choosing my own punishment, Steve will choose it for me. But if I win, the slate is wiped clean. So this is this is a huge night for me. So it's really unfortunate that I lost my voice because I need, I need all my faculties to win this time.
0: I will take suggestions from viewers and listeners also. I've got a couple of ideas in my head. And I know, James, you and I were texting earlier today about some uh, music videos and ideas. But I've, I've got a couple on reserve. I'm curious what the viewers and the listeners would want to have in store for you. And so I'll take suggestions because I'm fairly confident I'm going to win the debate this you week. You even know
1: what side you are. Go ahead and compliment me so I can get back to destroying you. <laughs>
0: I'm wearing a scarf around my neck to protect against the evils of laryngitis. What do you got going on?
1: I got laryngitis. That's what I got. It's making me tougher.
0: <laughs> My compliment to you harkens back to... I I have, I have signed up and religiously read your newsletter every week because i got to keep up on all the developments in Breakwell's private life so I can know if I need to drive up to Indianapolis with bail money. <laughs> and it almost happened this week. His ho- He's got like a flop house for all the drunks coming through Indianapolis. They show up at his front door bleeding from different parts of the body. But my compliment to you is you somehow have married a girl who is way better of a human being than either you or I. How does your wife conjure the empathy required to caretake for a bleeding, belligerent, drunk
1: dude? I don't know. James, congratulations to you. I I was going to keep my distance. Like This dude is obviously drunk. He's made his choices for the night. We're going to let the authorities handle this. And all of a sudden, my wife is six inches from his face, mopping up the blood. I don't know what's going on here. And then once she's in the fray, I've got to go in, too. She was super nice to him, too. She's not even not that nice to me all the time. If, I guarantee you, if I got drunk and flew off a bicycle, she would not be that pleasant. But apparently for strangers, it's different. So yeah, I don't know how I ended up with her, but she was definitely at her best that night, uh, nurturing to the injured before he could be carted off in the ambulance and then written up for a DUI on a bicycle. So it was, it was an eventful night.
0: Is that a thing? DUI? Yeah. Actually,
1: you can get a DUI on any vehicle. You can get a DUI on a riding lawnmower, on a forklift, on a horse, anything you're riding. But in practice around here, they won't write you up because they're just proud that you're on a bike and not driving a car to kill somebody. So (laughs) I guarantee you that guy got a pass. I mean, other than his emergency room bills for all the big gashes from flying off his bike. Yeah, I'm I'm sure he didn't get a DUI, even though technically he should (laughs) have.
0: Man. I uh, wow! All right. Well, next time I'll have to abide when I come to your house, <laughs> so that uh, I can fall down the front steps, sue your homeowners insurance, and still get caretaken by your wife. It'll be a win-win. <laughs>
1: there you for me. go. You give that a try. And we'll see how it problem. turns out. <laughs>
0: <laughs> There'll be a door slamming and a deadbolt <laughs> clicking. That's all I know. All right, well, the compliments are out of the way, and that's too bad because I do, my heart throbs every time you come up with a compliment for me. And uh, this will kick off another night of tossing and turning as you think about next week and the penalty video, but we'll get to that at the end of this beatdown. The Guam quarter of fate shall decide which of those two sides, heated or unheated leftover pizza, you will debate, and what will
1: the two sides represent? Heads, I'm heated, tails, I'm cold.
0: <laughs> I already know what it's gonna be. <coughs> heads, you are heated, tails, you. He- oh, it is heads, too! Ah! Heads and well is heated.
1: Yes. There, there, you, sir. there is a reason that in every pizza commercial out there, they don't show cold pizza coming out of the fridge the second day. They show piping hot pizza straight out of the brick oven with melted gooey cheese. That is how it's meant to be served. So on the second day it just makes sense that you're going to heat it up again and serve it as it was originally intended. If pizza were truly meant to be served cold you could just you could eat frozen pizzas. You just take them and crack off a piece and nobody does that. Nobody wants them that cold. I think deep down, we all want piping hot pizza. And some people are worried, well, if you reheat it, the crust won't be quite as crispy. There are hacks for that. You can can heat it under like a a metal topper or you can put it in the microwave with a glass of water. There, there are entire YouTube videos about how to have the perfect reheated pizza experience. In that way the cheese melts in your mouth all over again. Who would want to take that away with, with lukewarm, you know, cold, you, know, just all of those things, they kill the flavor. And if you like your pizza that way, Steve, you are a monster.
0: No, 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 you know what I want. I want convenience. The day after a big pizza party and I'm wandering down the steps in my underpants and mucklucks, I don't want to go through this 12-course Julia Child meets like Martha Stewart <laughs> Endeavor of Rachel Raying that pizza bag to life. That uh, you get the Bunsen burner going, you get the microwave going, you got the heat from the sun and one of those things that cooks the underside of your chin when you're out on the beach. I don't have any of that, man. You know what I have?
1: A scissors. And that thing will cut off the appropriate. <laughs> I don't even own a (laughs) pizza knife, (laughs) a pizza cutter. (laughs) Oh my gosh. If you wondered the state of Steve professionally, this is it right here, cutting (laughs) his pizza with scissors. They're they're the same ones he uses to cut his hair, just so you know.
0: Yeah, like I cut this hair. (laughs) Anyway, why prune a dead tree? That's the (laughs) way I look at it. No, man, it's convenience. You walk down, you pull a thing out of the fridge, you stick it between your teeth, and then you use your hands to rummage through the rest of the refrigerator. You can hold it in your teeth forever because that cheese isn't trying to kill you. If you microwave the pizza, parts of it are going to be cold, and you can fool yourself into thinking, ah, pff, this isn't going to be very hard. You take the first bite, you pull the crust back, and you got to kind of be watching me on this one break well. And the cheese will slide toward you and then flop onto your chin and give you like third degree burns. If you had that happen in your front yard, your wife would take care of it. If it happens in your kitchen, she'll tell you to stop crying and get out of the house. But you don't want to burn yourself on hot pizza when it's 7 in the morning and you're still half asleep. Convenience, you cut it with the scissors and everything is kind of congealed and in one solid form. You don't have to worry about stuff dripping into your microwave. How does your wife appreciate cleaning out? You do all the cooking. So you know what it's like to clean that pizza uh, sauce and cheese and gook out of the microwave. Not going to happen with room temperature or refrigerator pizza. The convenience alone, for you being a dude, has got to sell you
1: on my point. You know, I don't know what America has come to that 45 seconds in the microwave is too long to prepare a delicious meal. 45 seconds, that's all it takes. I've timed it down to a science. Now, it depends on the size of the pizza and the brand. But yeah, 45 seconds and you have a meal. But you can't wait that long. You've got to be shoving it in your face. Slightly earlier, you completely diminish the experience. Life is about is about the experiences, about living and achieving it. And I'm not I'm not even talking about highbrow stuff. I'm not saying you need to you need to travel the world or go to the most expensive steakhouse. I'm saying you take the pizza you already have and eat that pizza at its best. And at its best, it's warm. And when you reheat a pizza in the microwave, I don't think you've ever had reheated pizza because the cheese doesn't slide (laughs) like that. That's first day cheese slidage. The cheese flop is a first day experience. Second day, the cheese has had time to soak into the crust and the sauce and it is Uh solid. If anything, if you operate the microwave poorly, which I'm sure you do and is why you don't like hot pizza, uh, it will burn (laughs) in place. It will not slide off. I will swear by the structural integrity of that second day cheese. You could build a house on that stuff. It is perfectly set up for reheating and the kids love it. They love it when I pop it in the microwave and bring it out. It's just as good as the first day and they think I'm amazing to give them this extra pizza even though it's just left over from the first day. It makes me seem like a great father and it just makes you seem like a lazy human being when you pull it out of the fridge. I mean, nobody's going to compliment you on that. Nobody's going to be impressed. So, So yeah, warm pizza it makes the kids happy it makes me happy it makes you sad clearly it's the way to go
0: no one is going to even know that i'm eating the cold pizza because if we have leftover pizza i'm not sharing it with anybody that (laughs) is the domain of the dad as far as i'm concerned couple things that i've learned listening to you james one is the word slidage. so i'm going to weave that into as many conversations like my word of the day calendar encourages me to do and the other is that you have possibly the weakest microwave <laughs> on the face of the earth. If you have to put a slice of pizza in there for 45 seconds, that thing would turn into like magma what? if it was in my microwave. Apparently yours gets it just slightly warm so You're, that your children don't burn. Are their you little eating little baby
1: portions? I'm talking a big man-sized slice of pizza. <laughs>
0: I'm eating a standard pizza. I've seen the pizza you get. You got it when I came over. You got like these little finger sandwich sized pieces of pizza to eat. You put one of those in for 45 minutes. It's going to turn into a Bill Nye. Yes, 45 minutes. It will be a Bill
1: Nye science guy. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's how you get fires.
0: Stop paying attention. (laughs) Damn it! Uh, All right. Let's try to wrap this thing at around 15 minutes, James, because that was originally our intent. And because of you, this has bled well into the several-hour territory. I got to rein you back in. You're nothing but a chatterbox today. (laughs) And it it sounds like someone stepping on a dog squeaky toy. All
1: right, so if you want to save me in this double or nothing penalty bet and (laughs) declare that warm pizza's better, vote for 46 you want to vote for Steve and his insane cold pizza arguments, vote for 98. <laughs> At least you're impartial. 98. And if you want to throw your vote away for the non-funny random option, you can vote for 30 and even 30. 30? Yes. Even
0: 30. All right. And remember, this is the double down week. And as soon as I win, I'm going to have a lot of power to control the fate of James's day. Next week, Saturday or Sunday. Whatever day it happens to be. And you, dear listener and dear viewer, you can be a part of it too. Give me your suggestions. What do you want to see Breakwell and his children pull off on Sunday? Because the sky is the limit. That's what the double down bet means. James, if I were you, I'd be a little terrified.
1: Yeah, but I'm so confident I won. Luckily, the Guam quarter of fate smiled upon me and cast its warmth this direction and gave me warm pizza. So not even an issue. I look forward to doing no penalty whatsoever again this weekend. So thank you, good and wise voters, for once again making we'll the right decision.
0: Smile is not the SM word that I would have gone with. I would have gone with smited. <laughs> Guam quarter of fate smited you. But okay. So, I'm curious to see how this vote turns out, and I know that you are. Until next week, watch and vote, and everybody on YouTube, there's a little bell next to the subscribe button, and that's the alerts button. Every time we post something new for Wrong and Wronger, your phone gives you an alert. You don't even have to worry about circling the day on your calendar. Let the phone do the thinking for you. Subscribe, hit the alert. If you want to listen in your car, listen on a picnic, listen at a ball game, because this is way more entertaining, Sound. Cloud Stitcher Radio, the radio that James Breakwell listens to. We've got uh, iTunes. We did you get it up on Google Play? I believe yes, it is.
1: It's on Google Play. It's on uh, Google Music. It's on both of those uh, at the same time. So it's it's everywhere.
0: iTunes is the other one. Podcast addict. If you're an Android person, so tune in. Tune in until next week when we see and talk about the double down penalty and as I delight, as I do the touchdown dance, and I might come up with a special dance to do in the end zone, watching you do your penalty, James. But until then, this is Steve. Dr. Steve will leave us for James, the exploding unicorn, Breakwell, saying, Merry Christmas in August. We got one week left, and I can't wait to share it with you. Thanks for watching, and thanks for listening, everybody. And remember... Two wrongs. I feel ridiculous even saying this. Two wrongs can make a right.